Welcome to this week's End of Days update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you're anywhere near uh, Austin, Texas this weekend, we'll be at Impact Family Church Sunday morning, Sunday night. We'll have a great time. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord and specifically uh, the signs that kind of happen around the rapture because the rapture is signless. Second coming has tons of signs, like 65 or so. But if we can look at what's going to happen just after the rapture, which that's the Ezekiel 38 war, and I hear people go, well, how can you be bold about that? Well, uh, you see God intervene per, uh, literally personally for Israel, where in this dispensation, it's up to the church. The church is taken off the earth, pays Israel back the seven years that, that God owes them. And that's called the tribulation period. And he directly intervenes in the Ezekiel 38 war. So pretty amazing. Everything that you see happening right now is a setup so that Jesus can present himself to his brethren just like Joseph did. So we're watching the setup for these nations literally get ready for this with Iran, with Turkey, with Syria, with China, with Russia. All the players are kind of doing what they would do right before the coming of the Lord. Then you've got all the natural things. You've got asteroids. You've got earthquakes. Uh, you've got volcanoes. You have all this stuff happening that are a culmination of things that point to his return. I heard a guy say one time, said, Joe, if you preach on the coming of the Lord, you just scare everybody's hopes up. I'm like, well, yeah, that's right. It's the hope that purifies you even as you're pure. And, you know, we get into this not as an escape theology, but as an acceleration theology. As you see how close we are to seeing Jesus, uh, we pick up the pace. We, we hustle just like in a race. When you see the finish line, you run faster. So we, we look at what's happened around Israel that literally is blatant and pointing to the return. So let's pick up what happened this last week. Just last night, Israel did another airstrike in Syria, in Homs. Why? Because there was a munitions uh, cargo uh, convoy coming down through Syria. What's happening? You have missiles and ammunitions coming from Iran down into Syria to be parked right on the doorstep of Israel. Israel's done five uh, intercepts of that in the last two weeks. Russia's kind of freaked out because there was a time a few weeks ago when Russia said, we're not going to allow you to do any more airstrikes in Syria. So then Israel did surface-to-surface airstrikes. And Israel has continued to do airstrikes. And it's kind of embarrassing for Russia because their Syrian defense systems, which are basically total brand-new Russian-made defense systems, haven't been able to stop Israeli missiles. So I love it that they, they're seeing what's going to happen to them in the future. But what's quietly happening is such a buildup around Israel because Iran wants to annihilate Israel. This is how crazy Iran is doing things right now. You, you had Iran fire missiles on a U.S. base in Syria the last couple of days. That's about the fourth time they've done that. That's been more blatant. A couple of times they did it through proxies. This was technically through proxies, but they're all Ir Iranians. Uh, absolutely insane. It'll be intriguing to see what America's response will be for that. So uh, the, the setup for everything that you'll see around Israel is happening uh, literally right in front of our eyes. So uh, I'm intrigued with what's getting ready to happen in the West Bank. We talked about the West Bank a few weeks ago, and uh, they had an envoy from the EU come down to Jerusalem and say, okay, uh, you can't start spreading into the West Bank like you say you're going to do. And there's about, I guess, 3,600 houses getting ready to be built. And it's freaking everybody out because they're thinking, thinking it's going to divide East Jerusalem. Now, this is how weird it's gotten that you even had a Palestinian Sioux, Ben and Jerry's, over their boycott and divestment and sanctions part of the West Bank. So everything's going to revolve around the borders for the Six-Day War. It's going to be talking about Jerusalem. It's going to be talking about moving into the West Bank, moving into the area of Judea and Samaria, because Israel's doing what they're supposed to do, and that's use their land that they have that they won in the Six-Day War. If Syria and Russia 
and Turkey and all these nations didn't want them to have that. In Egypt, they shouldn't have tried to kill Israel in the Six-Day War. So it's amazing. All that's playing out right in front of our eyes. But you have all the nature things happening. You have an asteroid that the Jerusalem Post came out this last week showing an asteroid is going to come right by the Earth on Christmas Eve. And this next week, NASA's got a missile that's going to go out. Actually, it's a spacecraft that's going to go out to try to deflect some asteroids off of their current path. So this is just like the movie Armageddon. This is the second time they've tried that, but this is going to be a little bit bigger operation. So it is amazing that you're seeing things play out to get ready for the tribulation period. It's one thing after another. Rise in earthquakes. You've even had it look like some some figures were kept back from the public just to keep the public from panicking. There's so many earthquakes happening right now. And then you have a, a geological storm coming for the sun. You've got solar flares that they said could disrupt communication. So you got all these things happening. Uh, what a bizarre time just before the coming of the Lord. I like that uh, America uh, is talking about Iran getting ready to be uh, basically nuclear proficient. This week, Israel came out and said, it doesn't matter what they do, we're going to have to take them out. All this uh, information came out of how Israel could use bunker-busting bombs to get to what they needed to get to in Iran. That came out by the, the New York Post. I mean, the New York Times, I'm sorry. So, so the New York Times is talking about the equipment that Israel has to shut Iran's nuclear program down. It's getting so in your face that it's ridiculous. Uh, there's so much more happening with that that I don't have time to get into. But boy, behind the scenes, it's like uh, Iran's three weeks to a couple of months away from breaking out. And then you had China and Russia fly nuclear bomb planes on the edge of Japan uh, the, on the edge of Japan and South Korea to the point that South Korea had to send off fighter planes to intercept them so you've got China and Russia doing things that are going to set them up for the Battle of Armageddon Russia doing things that are ready for the Ezekiel 38 war and Iran and Turkey doing all these bizarre things pushing weapons toward Israel and Israel having to retaliate so man it's exciting times uh, very exciting because we're about to see Jesus so what do we do? We go through all the things that are happening right now, and many more things are happening around Israel. But what do we do? We go to the Word. Number one, Jerusalem uh, won back in 1967. Israel made a, a nation, regathered as a nation in 1948. Uh, amazing uh, that that happened in our lifetime. Jesus said the generation sees those two events will not pass away to all is fulfilled. But then you've got many more. We get into it every week. You've got the Hebrew language restored. You've got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have the Temple Mount Institute that's ready to start having sacrifices. Stuff happened this last week about the Temple Mount and the conjunction of that. Crazy. I said a couple of weeks ago the Sanhedrin got the oil of anointing ready for the Messiah and for the high priest. That's absolutely amazing. You got the, t- the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. This one freaks me out. We've got into it the last few weeks. You had the, the water in the Dead Sea where Sodom and Gomorrah was turn blood red. The, and that's amazing, but it's even crazier. It was on the Day of Atonement. So you got fish in the Dead Sea. You got foxes show up on the Temple Mount. Uh, you have all of these things. You have 172 different species of predatory birds that start showing up in the land. Because uh, after the Ezekiel 38 war, God calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up. Seven years later, the Battle of Armageddon, He calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up again. So you got nature in position. you got Russia on the border of the Ukraine. I didn't get into that at the beginning of the show. I mean, the things I looked at, the mass amount of troops on the satellite photographs, is everyone in Europe is saying Russia is getting ready to uh, invade the Ukraine. Why well, is that a big deal? That's a, another portion of getting ready for the Ezekiel 38 war. So all these things that are happening right in front of our eyes. Many more. Men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. 
And uh, we have all the signs happening of the coming of the Lord. But then you go from signs to signals. Man, do you have a lot happening in the heavens. I mean, you got blood red moons a few years ago on Passover and Tabernacle. Four in a row. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? NASA calls it a tetrad. 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. And 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. Then you had the Bethlehem Star this last year. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Jupiter, Regulus, Venus came together at the birth of Jesus. The constellation was Virgo. This last year, NBC Nightly News said, we have a celestial event, Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus, Bethlehem Star. What was the constellation? Leo, he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So all of this, many more, the signs that happened uh, in September 23rd of 2017, remarkable things happening in the heavens, things happening in the earth, literally uh, uh, what Jesus said you'd see just before the coming of the Lord. How blessed are we to watch the setup for the entrance of the king. So let's have all hands on deck. What do we do as a Christian? You help your local church. You help your local pastor. You be more involved, be more engaged. When you're getting ready to get married, you talk more, not less. So this is all about all of a sudden we're going to see him face to face. Man, let's do his bidding. Let's do his will. And let's do what we're called to do. And man, if you live in the States, happy Thanksgiving. I believe you'll have a wonderful time with your family in the next couple of days. A big gathering. We're so thankful that Jesus died for us. We celebrate this once a year. If you're in another country, we can all be thankful for everything uh, that the Lord has done for us 2,000 years ago and continue to do for us. So how blessed are we to be the generation that gets to have the introduction to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We'll see him high and lifted up with his train filling the temple. Man, uh, magnified as God before our eyes. Amazing. That's about to happen so soon. Have a blessed, awesome week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.